welcome to the first Watch This episode of 2022. And believe me when I say we lucked out when we spun the wheel at the end of last week's roundtable. We're starting the year off with the Hong Kong classic, Chungking Express. With me I have Andrew. Yo. And Riley. Hello. And nobody else. It's another three-person commentary. Who knows if anyone else will join. Um, so, Chungking Express was released on July 14th, 1994. It was written and directed by Wong Kar Wai and stars Bridget Lin Chin Sa, Takeshi Kaneshiro, Tony Lung Chiu Wai, Fei Wong, and Valerie Chow. The movie tells two stories in sequence, both about a different Hong Kong policeman attempting to get over a breakup and meeting another woman. And I'm going to read Ron Timmyo's critics' consensus. Even if all it had to offer were writer-director Wong Kar-wai's thrillingly distinctive visuals, Chungking Express would be well worth watching. Happily, its thoughtfully drawn characters and naturalistic performances also pack a potent dramatic wallop. As always, if you want to watch along with us, then go over to uh, JustWatch.com to find out where you can buy, rent, or stream the movie in your area. Um, it's It can be found... Um, currently on the Criterion channel, as well as um, the recent World of Wong Kar Wai Blu-ray box set by Criterion. And this time you'll have to pause after the text Jet Tone Production Company Limited fades out. And then when I give the countdown and say now, then uh, press play and uh, you should be synced with us. Alright, uh, what do you think of us doing Chunking Express? I think it's pretty I'm... nice that we're doing like some real Kino on this podcast. Yeah. That um, isn't the I Muppet. I've never heard of this one. I'm going into this blind, so. Yeah. You're in for a real I, treat. I, I did a bit of research on it, and apparently uh, Tarantino loved it so much that he, uh, he like, he, he like, uh, he was the one to like put it out in, in America. Yeah, he was. I don't think I will get that unless I see a shot with a foot in it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah. Um. Also, I sh- I should like to point out that uh, Katie Mitchell from the uh, acclaimed animated film Mitchells vs. Machines has a letterboxed account now. Ah. I wanted to mention that because uh, she actually has. Uh, uh, Chunking Express is as in in one of her lists. Uh, her top fifty favorite films. Yeah, it's at number fifteen. Yeah. Oh, really? What's like in her favorite? Wait, I'm gonna look this up. That's really cool. All right, I'm, I'm gonna like list it. off the. I'm gonna list off the top ten. Uh, number ten, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Yeah. Number nine, Magnolia. She's got taste. Number eight, Show Me Love, or as it's known in its original language. Fucking a mall. <laughs> Number seven, keep your hands off Izuken. Number six, Wasteland. Number five, Ratcatcher. Number four, Shrek retold. Number three, Harold and Maude. Number two, Ladybird. And number one, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Hmm. So she's got taste. You know, I really hope that this uh, a gimmick is like gimmicking kind of is like used on the regular, not just used to like give their own film a five out of five. Hmm. But considering corporations today, that doesn't sound likely. 
Uh, she It's a pro account. <clears throat> Imagine making a pro account just to make one review. <clears throat> okay, so, um... So, uh, are we ready to get this show on the road? Aye, aye, Ooh. Captain. I can't hear you! <laughs> I can't hear oh, you! No, uh, three, two, one, now! So, it's very... My video teacher would, like, faint at this. He hates, like, blurry camera. <laughs> would he hate Blair Witch as well? I, I don't know. He said it make I'm I think he said like this type of style like shaky blurry stuff makes him sick. Especially like like four frames per second. Yeah. Keep in mind I said video teacher, not film teacher. Because those two guys are different people. Hmm, we should not confuse the two. Um Sean oh. King Express. We got a title everybody. Right. Oh, I drop. I, I can see why Katie Mitchell likes this movie because it's it's very it's very unique. Wong Kar Wai has like a very unique style. Um, and yeah, yeah. You'll see you'll see it, and when we get to his other movies on the podcast, uh, this is this also happens to be the first movie we've ever done that has that has that has to have subtitles. So I can finally see what's going on. Thanks. Um. Yeah. Um. So you can like. <laughs> someone was wearing a. Someone was wearing a McDonald's bag on their head. Yeah. Bag head. <laughs> um. So. Um. So. Um. Terrace. Um. So. Um. So Come on! You gotta catch the hamburger. <laughs> Hamburglar. Uh, yeah. Um, him. The, like, um, like, that guy's, that guy must be ugly. Cause, like, you know, the old trope of, uh, putting a paper bag over your head to Except he gave you the ugly! <laughs> or except they have, like, it must probably have really bad breath from eating a ketchup, peanut, and onion sundae. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just had one yesterday and I smell fine. <laughs> oh, good thing we're on a Discord call. We can't smell you. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> what if I told you I know, knew where y'all lived and I'd drive up to your houses and I'd just breathe? <laughs> That reminds me of like the um, like back in the Blues Brothers episode, we mentioned the Family Guy episode where Peter had bad breath and started singing Minnie the Moocher with Meg in the car, and then she jumped out like Lady Bird, <laughs> and it gave her a mouth to nose resuscitation. Mm. Mm. Midnight Express. Oh, is that what the uh, Chungking is Chinese for? Midnight. Um, no. Um, it's like some, like um, let me just um look it up. Yeah, I was I I knew I was wrong, but just hmm. Um, it's uh, 
Like, it blends together the name of Chunking Mansions, which is a cheap apartment complex in Kowloon, and the Midnight Express pit stop. Hmm. That's interesting. And blending, like, um, blending ancient references with modern-day society references. I can see why Tarantino likes this, actually. Yeah, so, um, we mentioned this before recording, but, um, Winnie the Pooh is now in the public domain, even though Disney still owns their version of the character, and, uh, probably It's not will, the canon version. Probably will, but, um, like, I, I'm anticipating the Winnie the Pooh Great Gatsby crossovers now that they're both in the public domain. There was no lead into that that thing you said. You just said it. I know because <laughs> I, I that that I don't really um I tend I tend to um not I I have I've I have this habit um it's even in casual conversation that's not related to podcasts. Casual conversation was that a super tramp reference? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as yeah, I um, like I have had breakfast in America, haven't we all? Yeah. Super Tramp Two: Return to America. <laughs> Peggle Two. <laughs> Remember that? Um. Oh. No. Uh, it, it was like it was like some gaming press conference where. Somebody, some guy came out and said, "I, I have something to announce coming next year." Peggle two, and then it just played "O oh to Joy," and um, then it just said Peggle two, and then it just faded out to um, some to another game trailer. Like nothing happened. Uh, I'm gonna link it to you. Oh yeah. Um, fun fact. I don't know if we mentioned this. The Golden Globes are tonight. Ah. Uh. And we're missing that out for some true Kino. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of, like, sequels, I'm just wondering when Sex 2 is going to be released. <laughs> oh. I think once, like, the, like, the Oscars, like, the nominations or, like, the, like, the actual ceremony comes out, we should do, like, a bonus episode doing, like, a roundtable of just, like, the Oscars. Oh, that would be cool. Discuss the yeah. yeah, be fun. Yeah, um... Um, you know, the main girl kind of looks like Nicole Kidman. Yeah, I'm probably, like, and I will probably sit, like, if we do, like, the Oscar roundtable, then, um, I'm probably, I, I'm, like, it, I'm probably just kind of probably go on about how a certain movie was snubbed. I mean, I watched Luca this weekend, I thought it was fine, but it didn't hit close to home as much as Encanto did. Well, it's not supposed to be one of those deep Pixar movies that's supposed to hit close to home. It's just be like a fun little joy movie about a sea monster living amongst Italians. Like mm. Among Us. Among <laughs> Us. <laughs> I am so sorry. I believe. No, it's fine. Yeah, but um. <laughs> um. Yeah, the one thing. I mean, I've been rooting there for is a, um. 
I've been rooting for the Mitchells versus the Machines for Best Animated Future, but seeing what happened to the Golden Globes and that didn't get nominated, but knowing that it's sweeping the Critics' Choice Awards and the Annie's, I hope it gets nominated for the Academy Award, but I've been rooting for it, like, the entire time. I feel like it's gonna go to Encanto, though. Yeah, Licorice Pizza- I mean, obviously. Yeah, I'm not- So, Licorice Pizza got, uh, snubbed. Ah, that's- You mean, let Romy speak. Yeah, I'm- I, I'm like I'm expecting Licorice Pizza to um, get get at least a couple nominations at the Oscars. Cause like if uh, not, it's... then maybe next year. <laughs> there is no next year. Like you, you can only <laughs> movies can only <laughs> movies can only get nominated for Oscars once. <laughs> like. I've been thinking of uploading some highlights to um, highlights from the podcast to my uh, Romy channel, and that's definitely gonna go on there. <laughs> I haven't seen the along uh, with the Vine soundtrack and Andrew have, watching the Swedish ending to Finding Dory. Yeah, and I'm um, sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I just thought that. Uh, I I just I just thought that the 2002 nominations haven't come out yet. Wait, wait, wasn't, like, that was the year Chicago won. Yeah, that was the year Chicago won. I said 2022, not 2002. Oops, uh, oops, I, I, you must have said it wrong. We, we all say (laughs) things wrong. Yeah, we, we're all awkward peoples. Yeah. Hmm. If you put the three of us in a room, the room would blow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would. Literally just in a field of pyrotechnics. Even though there's no explosives in the room, it would just blow up. Directed by Michael Bay. Written and directed by Robert B. Wilde. <laughs> Written and directed by Jim... Wait, what was that reference? You guys get that reference? Wait. No. What? Curb Your Enthusiasm? Uh, oh, I haven't uh, really... I haven't really seen that show much. I know it's Larry David, so. Uh, ri- I was gonna say, written and directed by Jerry Smith. <laughs> and Jerry Smith is like, I wrote and directed that? That was a Rick and Morty reference to, like, one of the individual- I don't watch Rick and Morty either. Yeah, so it was in- all, all of our references are lost upon us. Yeah. We all have different tastes. Mm-hmm. So they're getting dressed, yeah. dealing with drugs. Yeah. Just... Isn't this fun? Yes. <laughs> now, now it's a true master. This is a true masterpiece. Maybe that, maybe that's why Tarantino likes it so much because of the crack. Yeah. Like the very crack that Santa John uh, sprinkled from his fingertips. <laughs> and his carrot top hair and his vine boom sound effect. So, um. There's a couple. So, um. Yeah, uh, we. I wondered, um, is, like, 
Is the cocaine that's like used as like props in movies? I know it's not actual cocaine, but is it sugar? Because it, they're both white. It's not hard. It's not uh, easy to tell the difference. Mm, it could be. I I've often seen this uh, video in my recommended about how noiseless props are made for TV. That's not related, but I it just my train of thought went there. So I'm well, just you, gonna look prop. Good. I mean. It both mentions both props, so yeah. Pop cocaine in movies. Um, <laughs> there's an actor about uh, how prop masters explain the movie magic of fake th- cocaine. <laughs> Which is, um. Like, it was written for Goodfellas' 25th anniversary. So from what I can tell, the woman is uh, helping these uh, Indians smuggle crack out of the country. Hmm. Yes. Um. Oh God, a white person. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, I like this shot right here. I. Oh, I like it. I like it too. It's like. It's although it's like. It's being the camera's. It, it looks like the camera's being held by Zack Snyder. <laughs> Zach. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Like, can you imagine a Zack Snyder version of the Mitchells versus the Machines? <laughs> <laughs> this implies that uh, Chunking Express and Mitchells versus Machines are connected. Oh wait, they they are kind of connected. Um, this is this would be a good place to remind you that connected was like a like like an alternate title for the Mitchells versus the Machines at one point. Oh shoot, I remember that. Uh, I remember like at the beginning. I remember the beginning of like 2020. I saw like the five second like preview for Connected, as it was called then, and I just saw like a like a a, a big fat dad staring at his. Uh, at his ch- wife and children on their phones, and I thought, "Oh boy, this is gonna be cringe as frick." And then a year later, the film came out, and I was like, "Whoa, this is this is dope as frick." Hmm. Yes, yeah, not to mention Katie Mitchell has a really good taste in movies. I mean, sh- not not just Shrek, but Shrek Retold. Yeah, it's a master. That's a masterpiece in and of itself. Yeah. People from all around the world come together and recreate something. Yeah. Did you know that Shrek, Re- Shrek Retold 2 is coming? Like, Shrek 2 Retold? In- Indeed, and- I do. Yeah, and uh, Shea Frillis is in it. I was going to mention that, but then you did. Yeah. And today should be now should be a good it's time to mention. It's also birthday. Yeah, birthday. Yeah. Oh, you, you. Why do you keep stealing my thunder, Riles? Oh, it's his channel anniversary. Uh, no, it's his birthday. Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh oh yeah, his channel anniversary is in June, I think. Mm. Yeah. Happy birthday, Shafrillas! Happy uh, birthday, Shafrillas! Have- I'd play. I'd play birthday bitch, but that's not really the most. Uh, Comfortable birthday song. Yeah, happy birthday. Have a dead Bob Saget. Whoa. Okay, that just oh, took it. Okay. Okay. Just... Oh, sorry. Like, I'm just... sorry. Okay, we went too far. No, me. Uh, come on, man. Oh. 
Aww. I'd be pissed even too. I even I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, I'm I'm terribly sorry. And this is where you don't worry. I know how you do. You can fix this. You just have to say Ling Ling Insurance. Ling Ling Insurance. <laughs> what what's Ling Ling Insurance a reference to? It's a reference set, to the violin. Huh? Two set two violin. violin. It's a it's a classical music YouTube channel duo. Hmm. Hmm, I should really check them out. Uh, I should. I can send you a few video, few of their videos, just to give you their, give you like the whole gist of them. Hmm. Wait, that it's that like, looks like a Chuck E. Cheese thing. I, that that toy reminds me of Chuck E. Cheese. That man reminded me of a thirty-five-year-old with an existential crisis. Where's his musical story? <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, honey. Bobby. <laughs> Listen, everybody, look at Fridge. You didn't hear it. You want to see a crazy lady fall apart in front of you? <laughs> that was one of my favorite statuses it's, it's I've Garfield. ever done. Yeah, Garfield. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it's it's God. God himself. Was that a wait, was that at a GameStop? Um, it looked like one, but it was more like one of those little markets. I I I've seen a like the kind of market I could see in like Florida. I love how I love how we saw like a a, a Garfield and then like five seconds later it's a s an alleyway fight. And now it's a guy looking at oranges. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's, that's the magic of Wong Kar Wai, able to fuse some um, tense situations with mundanity. It's also kind of, it's kind of also kind of like uh, like what Pulp Fiction did. Might also be why Tarantino likes this so much. Yeah. It might just be a, this might just be a running gag in the whole episode. Just I'm just gonna list off many reasons why Tarantino liked this so much. Yeah. Good grief, it's a running gag. That was... You remember the Muppet movie reference, like... Mm-hmm, yes. There are times when uh, this when our commentaries get really lost, and so lost that we should have tried Harry Krishna. <laughs> so, um, like, you... If you don't get the reference, it's because, like, my mom explained it to me sometime... It's like ten years ago. Um, it's like um, if like Harry Krishna's like their their thing is that if you're lost, it's a new religion you can try. Mm. I recognize Harry Krishna because of my sweet lord. Ah. Uh, I remember my. Mom. It's a song. Uh, yeah, that's I know. Um, okay, just making sure. I know. I I know that. I hear it. Every, I hear it every so often on the radio. Ah, uh, yeah. It's a good song. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, Circle K existed back then. That's cool. I thought it was just called K. I mean, it, it kind of much like, like our podcast crewmate K. She's not on this podcast, but she's still a part of the po my podcast crew. She's still part of the Rock of Ages podcast series. That's what family. I meant. That's what I meant. She's still part of our family, and uh huh, uh huh. I love how 
I just I love how like that that neon was framed. I love how neon yeah, is no. framed in the thirty five millimeter movies. I thought you were gonna say thirty five millimeter. I thought um, last time I checked, there was no neon in thirty five millimeter the musical exhibition. <laughs> like in before Wong Kar Wai directs a music video for the Ballad of Sarah Barry. <laughs> Funny enough, I was listening to the Ballad of Sarah Berry today, and I thought it was pretty nice. I also listened to a few other produ- few other songs from 35mm, and I thought they were mid, and I did not want to listen to them again. I'm sorry, but this is my this is my opinion. Yeah. And you have to and you have to respect it. Yeah. Um. I, I I'm sorry. I I'm sorry that we didn't really. We didn't respect your opinion much when you said you didn't like the 06 cast recording of Company. It was less you guys and more Cade. Yeah. He's the boy. <laughs> Sometimes He's... I don't even know why I even still have him on the podcast, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, Cade is Bully Maguire. Oh. Oh, I-, I was watching a commercial from 1991 one for Twister Juice and it had like a teenage Tobey Maguire and he just says, "Why, why don't you put some broccoli in there?" <laughs> and it-, it was like set, up- and he looked like the that kind of bad boy. Um, he had that kind of bad boy image, which was like proto Bully Maguire, proto emo Peter. That's that's so wholesome. Yeah. Did you see the video of Bully Maguire on Family Feud? They just edited, um, some- I love that video. Yeah. Name an insect that flies. Little Goblin Jr. (laughs) (laughs) And then he punches Steve Harvey when he doesn't win, I think. Yeah. That's a true Mm. masterpiece of a video. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shrek Retold could never. Yeah. I I love how- I love how, like, dizzying this scene is. Mm. My video teacher's in the grave right now because of this scene. Mm. I I kid, I joke. It's just, it's easy to make fun of people when you know their flaws. Yeah. Well, not necessarily their flaws, but the things that don't tick, that don't tick their talk. (laughs) Like, I could easily... That's a weird euphemism that I will never use again. Yeah, speaking of which, um, and, like, I, like, during our first attempt at recording this, which, um, failed because I had, like, which didn't even get to the actual movie because, um, I realized, uh, because, like, a technical error. Our voices wasn't recording. Yeah, um, like, I I was just setting up a new, new, uh, I was just setting up my new mic I got for Christmas. Um, it's a headset Mm -hmm. mic. And um, you you mentioned like you thought tick tick boom was tick tock boom. Oh god! <laughs> and I will never live that down. Uh, I I made the same mistake in our rent episode. Yeah, Pat is remember like... that one mistake I made with like um, Adam Pascal and Adam Sandler in the rent. <laughs> and I guarantee you that it will not be the last time I make that r- mistake. I made that, um, there was that, um, what was it? 
I don't remember what it was, but it was the, um, oh, it was the Backyardigans and how Adam Pascal was on that and how I said that Adam yeah. Sandler was on the Backyardigans and Adam Pascal. Mm. Oh, yeah. I've had an Adam Wow, that guy, wow, that guy went through all of his fruit cans in one night. Yeah. I've had an Adam Sandler movie, speaking of. Um, well, it, don't, before you panic, uh, it was Punch Drunk Love, which is one of his more universally liked roles. Oh god, I'm I'm panicking even more at the thought of Adam Sandler being uh, lauded. Uh, um, <laughs> not you. Uncut gems doesn't phase you. Um, that doesn't that should, doesn't even count because that's a completely different Adam Sandler in that movie. Yeah, it's a. Like when I saw when I when I heard that the praise that he got in Uncut Gems, I was like. Okay, that's not even the same Adam Sandler. What is this? But when he did, like, Hubie Halloween a couple months later because Uncut Gems wasn't nominated for an Oscar, I'm like, that's my Adam Sandler. Yeah. I mean, the funny thing is Punch Trunk Love was conceived as, like, an art house Adam Sandler movie, so... Um... That was the art house Adam Sandler movie? That? It, like, th this was before Uncut Gems, it was even a glint in the safety's eyes. To be honest, I don't think that Fifty First Dates isn't that bad. Yeah, um, it would be... Uh, and I thought the concept of pixels was nice, but the overall film itself was shite. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, like, it's perf... And... Jack and Jill's a bad film, but it gave us Dunkachino. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was okay with Pixels. It, it, it had a lot of cringe, but it, but I really loved how they, um, how they redid "We Will Rock You" for the movie. They just dubbed an orchestra over it, making it sound more intense. Hmm. Because that's what one of the most famous acapella songs needs. Yeah. Instruments. <laughs> Yeah. There was a. Are we talking about like bad movies we enjoyed? Well, at least bad movies that we're trying to find something good out of, or more specifically, bad Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Oh wait, Adam Sandler was in Pixels. Yeah. Yeah. You... Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Also, um. No, we were talking about bad movies that we enjoyed. Um. And frankly, I the first time I heard of Adam Sandler. Was when he guest starred in an episode of Jesse. That's right, he did that. Oh, I, I, I don't remember that. And he, and he wasn't just like a character. He was just, he was just Adam Sandler. Hmm. <coughs> Adam Sandler as Adam Sandler. But he just want he wanted everyone to call him Thunder for some reason. Hmm. Yeah. On the subject of bad movies, we enjoyed um. Space Jam 2 was such a stupid, dumb movie that I loved wholeheartedly, which I, I, it's like. That's the, th that's the thing about Space Jam 2, like, it's so stupid and bad in, in all of its concepts, but there's something about it that just makes it endearing from beginning to end. It truly is the room of live action animation hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> what movie are you talking about? Is it, um. Space Jam 2. Oh, Space... Uh, I, I never watched that one yet. I didn't watch that one. It's probably... I saw the, I saw the Schaefer LSV review, and that's enough. <laughs> Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> Honestly, I think his Dear Evan Hansen review is his best one yet. 
Hmm. Um, I also, also, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I was, um, I mean, Ralph Rick's the internet had, too, had some cringeworthy stuff. I mean, some, some really weird dated stuff, but, um, but something about it sledgehammered me. Um, because, like, Except for the fact that Peter Gabriel's hit Sledgehammer wasn't in it. Uh, yeah. Basically. <laughs> and if it was, it would be more redeemable. Hmm. But I, I get it. We all, we all have that film we kind of, we know is like kind of like bad, but we still keep going to. Yeah. Yeah, that's honestly me with um, what is it, Jupiter Ascending? That's me. That's me with that movie. It's so like I hate it, but I also love it. Yeah, I also, um, I like Fred Claus was also that way. It was just really weird, but um, yeah. I, and I'm sorry, I still can't keep think. I can't stop thinking about that. The time when Adam Sandler guest starred as himself in Jesse. Mm. And he, he kept telling everyone to call him Thunder. Oh, God. I, I kept expecting him to go, Kachiga Chiga. Oh, no. Kachiga! <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, um, on the other Disney show in my life, Ant Farm. Chris Rock guest starred as himself. Mm. <laughs> and and since both Chris Rock and Adam Sandler, they were both in the Grown Up series, and they were doing it as a marketing stunt for Grown Ups 2. What? Why? That movie isn't even known by Disney. Is it? <laughs> well, if we can get the young kids' attention, then we'll be famous. Because all the market is towards the younger kids or whatever. Hmm, and this was like around the same time as Grown Ups, was it? Yeah? Yeah, it was done to like to promote Grown Ups too. 2013. Hmm, it, that's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Or did you just call something related to Grown Ups pretty cool? Oh, I haven't really seen jail. Oops. (laughs) I I just remember how a kid said, "I want to get chocolate wasted," and it won best line at the MTV Movie Awards. I want to what? Get chocolate wasted. (laughs) What does that even mean? Um, like wasted on chocolate, I guess. Wasting away on chocolate again in Margaritaville. (laughs) Yeah. As they say in the hit musical, Escape to Margaritaville. <laughs> yeah. Which I said once was the evil twin of company. Ah, you said it in the company episode, which is out now. The company episode of Rock of Ages. Yep. For those who don't know, um, Sondheim made company, like, the conce- the conception of company for, like, Middle middle class people go to the theater to forget all of their problems, and then Sondheim just throws their problems back at them in company. And Escape to the Margaritaville is the antithesis of all of that because it gives the middle class people who go to the theater exactly what they want. Huh. An escape. To Margaritaville. 
Put that in the lore. Oh wait, I I am the I'm the head of lore in my podcast. I could just put that in, in the lore. Hmm. I we don't like uh this like uh watch this doesn't have a a lore book. Um, you know what? Well, I... we, sh we should have a wa Rock of Ages and watch this glossary. <laughs> I'm taking inspiration from like Tough Pigs glossary, the Muppet fan site. <laughs> like, and what uh, what is gonna be in the? Oh, I, I, we, we could do like one of those like learn the alphabet with Rock of Ages. Yeah, and, you know, I can already see L is for La Blues, <laughs> and uh, S is for the Swedish ending to Finding Dory. <laughs> it works two ways. O. Is for oh, mom. Can this Could really, this really be? Could this really be the end? <laughs> oh my I'm stuck God. inside a mobile with my melancholy Memphis L.A. Blues Brothers variation again. <laughs> evil twin company and escape to Margaritaville are evil twins. <laughs> Is this new lore? Yeah, just he just put it in the lore channel of his podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. We're not even talking about the movie anymore. Yeah. Uh, so, so they're in a, so they're in a fancy hotel. Uh, you can take those sunglasses off, you know. Just take them <laughs> off of her. Um, for some reason, that rated the same energy as the Shake It Up episode where Jabberwockies guest starred, and they went up to one of them while they were sleeping, and uh, they were gonna take off one of their masks, and like they took it off, and there was just another mask underneath. <laughs> I thought I was the only one who watched Shake It Up in this fine uh, rec recording uh, group. Uh, I, I, I. French fries. Fries. Fries for spies. The classic, the classic McDonald's family meal. Hmm. Uh, speaking of fast food, um, uh, I I suppose none of you are like interested in Wii modding. Um, somebody got the Japan only Demay channel up and running as to, like an open beta. Like you, I think you can probably you think you can if you can if you try you can try to order a pizza from there. <laughs> mm. Order like can you imagine that? Ordering a pizza from your Wii in North America. Like Only in America. And uh they Frick the, yeah And uh they they say they're um they're there's there's gonna be a couple more options with like um like you could order McDonald's, KFC, Subway, all from your Wii. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, it, it was like a Japan-only channel. Buy your buy a house with your Wii. <laughs> that would be take co-sign out on a loan on your Wii. That would be so fun. That would be so conceive cool. with your Wii. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he's cleaning her shoes. I got. I, I think I know why Tarantino likes this. Now. Yeah, it's a, it's a shot of a foot. 
just like you said. Yeah. And all we have to do is sit and wait for the prey to take it. <laughs> and then uh, Tarantino comes up and sniffs their feet, <laughs> killing them. <laughs> oh no! Like it's that one, like it's their Hunger Games simulator. Like it's my Hunger Games simulator. <laughs> And mine. <laughs> she fell asleep in those sunglasses. I, I don't know how one would do could do that. Personally, if I fell asleep and I saw... If I tried to fall asleep in sunglasses, I wouldn't. Yeah, that would be really hard. This is why I don't wear glasses to bed. Hmm. It's uncomfortable and... And that shot looks filtered, honestly. Like, they're obviously shooting it in the daytime, but it's like, put a blue filter so it looks like morning or whatever. Yeah. It is pretty nicely shot. Yeah, I, I like stuff that's filtered like this. Indeed, it gives it a nice little quality to it. I, I, I gotta. I, I this looks like. If I feel like if, if a normie were to see this, they'd say that looks like Squid Game. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it looks like Space Jam for some reason. <laughs> even though that's. Even, Not even, enough cartoon rabbits. <laughs> Big Chungus isn't in this movie. Zero out of ten. And we're, look at us trying to keep Big Chungus relevant. Yeah, everyone knows it's all about Ambigus. Mm. Hey, your phone's ringing. Oh, it's a, it's a pager. It's, uh, it's none of us. Um. I I know. I was I was talking to the guy in the film. Hmm. And I ran, I ran, I ran so, so far, far away. <laughs> that song's a bop. Oh, there's a somebody did did a cover of it in the style of Johnny Cash, and it was like in the style of um Hurt era Johnny Cash, and like it's been passed around as actual Johnny Cash. <laughs> um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna link I'm gonna look it up. Did did you see Jimmy Davis's version of "I Ran So Far Away"? But it's the uh, no. the but it's like uh, King Harkinian and uh, Morshu singing it. Okay. Because that's out there. Yeah, he also did like a. He, there's also this thing called um. Mm. Of um, uh, like YouTube poop oh. characters singing. Christmas songs. The national anthem? No, you oh. sing Christmas songs. Yeah, but he did also do that where they sing the national anthem. Oh, well, what's that? Um, it was just Riley unmuting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, this is it. Um, so, yeah, it, 
it sounds really cool. Um, Hmm. Looks like Sting. Yeah, that's the guy in the music video. Um, it's the guy in the thumbnail. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and we've just ran out of things to talk about. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, we just we just need to find uh, things um, to talk about. Um, oh, oh, hey, look, he's hey, look, he's dead. That's something to talk about. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, the wig was fake this whole time. Wow. Oh, it, the hair was fake the whole time. Agatha, it was Agatha all along. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, we gotta find something to talk about so, um, so it doesn't uh, get flagged. May, May 1st, 1994. Oh. Just noticing the date. That's a very prevalent date in this, uh, in this movie, apparently. Yeah. Should have called it May 1st Express. <laughs> May the first be with you. Doesn't have <laughs> quite the same. And uh, now, now. Ooh, product placement. Yeah, and I think this is where like it abandons the um the first subplot and goes to the other one. This mm. one, this one where like with the with the mm -hmm. with the store employee with the very cute pixie haircut. See the one in the glasses? Uh, that girl. No, the girl. That girl. I know. I know. Hmm. Mm. So, um... Uh, um so, this uh, transitions into another story? Yes. and Kind of like Pulp Fiction. I can see why Tarantino likes this so much. Yeah. <laughs> Very... It's got um so um I uh something is this Mamas and Papas? Hey, it is. I have a keen ear for this stuff. <laughs> yeah, this song's so good, you guys. It's like I love this song. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, and uh, to be honest, I I I can kind of relate to, to it. I've been I'm California <laughs> dreaming on a winter's day. It is a winter. Wow, what do you know? It is a winter's day. Yeah. I guess the wheel knew what we were thinking about. <laughs> what you were thinking of? I was thinking of staying in college. Yeah, and uh, Riley was I... thinking about um, the 2015 Muppets series on ABC because she was watching it before we started recording. Yeah, um... Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, a family member tested positive for COVID, and I have been self-quarantining in my room all day, mm. and I'm not going to school or theater for this entire week, so, yeah. Rip. Yeah, I don't know if I have it, but I'm going to get tested tomorrow. Mm. Tomorrow morning. Well, I, gonna... wish, I wish yeah. everyone in this situation the best. Yeah, yeah. thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. And, uh... And, um... Well, yeah, I wish you the best too. Um, I've, I, I remember like, I was at work and uh, when I got home, I was told like at some time, I was like, 
work one day and I was told um that um like one like when sometime after I got home I got an email saying that someone with COVID was at my work. It was like a customer with COVID and and we and we were all recommended to get tested and I it was my first time ever getting tested and it felt really weird. Yeah, it feels weird, but once like it's gonna, it's really weird, honestly. Yeah, I remember like uh, when I first got tested uh, for the the virus. I just they they said they were just gonna stick the nose, the like a, a like a thingy in my nose. I I have very sensitive nostrils, yeah. and I <laughs> I heard it wasn't gonna be. They told me it wasn't gonna be that that far, so I I felt good. But then they just Stuck it up far up. They they lied to me. <laughs> it both hurt and tickled at the exact same time. Yeah, so um so um the first segment in this movie has been said to be a homage to Casavets and uh John Casavets and uh this this seg in this segment has been said to be like a homage to Jacques Demi. Hmm. Two filmmakers I should look at more of because yeah we should really get to... I have a couple of Cassavetes I have a couple Cassavetes movies on the wheel and I have Demi's Umbrellas of Cherbourg and look at those high class French New Wave films put on the same wheel as um... Barnyard y yes <laughs> um... <laughs> and Surfs Up Surfs Up I love that movie. I mean, just, I mean, we got, I'm just saying, we got Kino films like this, and we also have Please Give. I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, I, Fred Claus is a more, um, fitting <laughs> movie for that sentiment. Well, it wasn't even on the wheel to begin with, because you were saving it. Yeah, for, ah, um... I I can understand why you couldn't get into it. Uh, I could. I don't. I mean, I don't think anyone could get into it. Yeah, it, it, everyone could easily be turned off by the first segment. Uh, I thought you were talking about Fred Claus. I mean, I I yeah. Um. I'm 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 I myself am not turned off. Huh. On this movie, not Fred Claus. I just want to clear up the confusion. Mm. Mm. So what are the? Although I, the the plot to me is a bit mucky. So, first segment was about a guy running away with a girl because they're on the run because of drugs, and the second segment's about a, uh, a girl working at a, Coca Cola shop. I don't know. Hmm. Uh. Yeah. Hmm. I I I'm kind hmm. of plumb on stuff to talk about because um okay. Cuz I yeah, know, yeah. I've been I've been going through some uh about uh -huh, to sleep uh -huh, different. Uh -huh. Sorry, sorry. Um I I know. I just don't like talking about personal stuff on this podcast. Yeah. Um yeah. Me neither. 
So, um... I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys can hear me typing, but I'm currently writing to an email about, um, an email to my teachers. But, yeah. I could kind of hear it, yeah. Okay. So, um, you, I, I, this is gonna be totally unrelated, but, um, you know who Richard Thompson is, right? I think I've heard of him. Sounds familiar. Uh, he's like a folk singer. Um, he was a member of the Fairport Convention. He well, has... I have heard of them. Yeah. Uh, one of the, the members, Sandy Denny, actually sang vocals with Robert Plant on uh, Zeppelin IV. Yeah. Uh, he has an he has a live album called "A Thousand Years of Popular Music," and one of the songs on it is "Mary Eigen Have Don Yich," which is supposed to be a medieval ballad from Brit. Brittany, but you know what it is? You know what what it is it? Is it um, basically Among Us? No. Um, <laughs> it's a medieval style version of Oops, I Did It Again in Old English. <laughs> yeah. This is, and he's also isn't performed that, the song Straight. Isn't that touching? Yeah, it's, uh, it's totally hot. Uh, yeah, very sensual. I mean, there's sexual undertones under this, but really, this whole scene is like very like sensual love. I can see why Tarantino likes it so much. Yeah, the sexual tension between these two is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> just bringing that. Okay, back so from wait, the... that just reminded me. Um, I at theater we have this thing where we do like solos and there's this um in the acting room there's this like drum set that someone made and it was like a prop like drum set and it has the shrek like the the shrek s on like the big drum and <laughs> and love... when you stand up to do your solo like in front of the class there's um you can like literally see the drum set like right there so like I joke that it's like the sexual tension between me and the Shrek drum set while I'm singing Fight for Me from Heathers. <laughs> but yeah, that just reminded me, so. Just think of the poor people in that tiny little plane landing on a naked woman. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah, that reminded me of the Adventure Time episode with the island lady. Uh, and where Ice King ended up on an island and it turned out to be a girl who was voiced by Ricky Lindholm. Hmm. Um, I, I too like waving at random people in the airport. Mm. Hey, look, another foot shot. I can see why Tarantino likes this so much. <laughs> oh my god! Good grief! How it's... many times have? How many times have has he said this? We should keep like count of how many times Andrew has said. No wonder why Tarantino likes this film so much. Good grief! <laughs> it's a running gag. How <laughs> many? Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking it's like around eight or nine. Yeah. One point I'm just going to say, um, uh, just a random fact and just say why Tarantino likes this. <laughs> you can't stop me. <laughs> okay. Um, just gonna, um, so I'm, I'm just going to read some stuff from the uh, topics glossary. Something about... Julie Hirschbaum, in one thread, a well-meaning but misguided poster said something about the Johnny Bravo Mamas, a spin-off of Johnny Bravo, directed by Brian Henson. Julie Hirschbaum would be featured prominently on the show, but um, not only 
it's 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 a fake it's a fan made show. Not only is Julie Hirschbaum not a real voice actor, uh, as one's thought, she's not even a real person. She's just a character on one episode of Johnny Bravo. Rocco isn't a person. Rocco is not alive. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had to bring that up somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I I've gotten a lot of hate for saying this, but I'm on the side of the rock. <laughs> Elmo yeah. has no right starting a feud with anybody if he still speaks in the third person. <laughs> yeah, I I find it funny that GMA did a thing about um Elmo about Elmo beefing with the freaking rock. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, my favorite morning show. Good morning, Azerbaijan. <laughs> Good morning. Um, so, um, um, there's a, there's a fan art out there of, um, Elmo. Um, you remember the SpongeBob episode, The Great Snail Race, where Patrick entered a rock into the snail race, and it's a, it's a, fan art of Elmo saying Rocky can't enter the snail race Rocky's just a rock Rocky isn't even alive oh my god <laughs> mm. Mm. yeah and uh, yeah. <laughs> my ears kind of hurt but that's because I'm not really used to this headset yet fair we'll try to speak quieter I mean, I'm not... But although, according to a Jax Films fake facts video, I also heard that uh, hearing things at a lower volume can damage your ears. But then again, this is a Jax Films fake facts video, so I'm probably wrong. Um, uh, yeah. Making fake Mm. facts? Getting things wrong on purpose? Um... Sure, why not? Alexander Hamilton was a president, and if you enter the right crowd, how long is California dreaming? <laughs> that that's like that reminds me of um, the the Salt and Pepper Diner. You haven't lived until you've seen heard John Mulaney talk about the Salt and Pepper Diner. We just play Salt and Pepper all all day. No, he just day. plays. He plays twenty one plays of What's New Pussycat with one. It's not unusual. In the middle. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the most tensest game of Russian roulette ever. Yeah. <laughs> What's new, pussycat? Whoa! <laughs> um, I'm Although that's uh, better better than my uh, Russian roulette game, where it's like uh, seven rounds. Six of those rounds are L.A. Blues from Funhouse, and one of the rounds is Reputation Stained from Bear. I see so many memes. I've seen so many memes of the Salt and Pepper Diner um, during, like, its heyday. There was mm. even a shirt that said, like, that said, What's New Pussycat 21 times, and, like, like, Un- and in the somewhere in the middle, there was it's not unusual. <laughs> I love that. Song. You know what they should also add, Delilah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the most Kino Tom Jones songs. Mm-hmm. You know, Tom Jones today would be lost to the wind had it not been for Alfonso Ribeiro and his Carlton dance. Yeah. <laughs> 
I remember when he was on when Alfonso Rivero was on Dancing with the Stars and uh, his most memorable and it, it, year he it, did the Carlton. It dance. just did the Carlton dance for every time. Uh, it just for a, one time. Just he for posted one. A, no, no, not posted. But he hosted America's Funniest Home Videos. I he, think he still is the host. Yeah. I'm not sure. Wait, hold on. He was the successor to Tom Bergeron, the greatest host of all time. My dad. You're my dad. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Yeah. Well, since we're on the subject of AFE, I would also like to melancholily point out that uh, the original host, Bob Saget, did pass away, sadly, today. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. We've lost a lot of people in the past, like, like week and a half alone. Betty yeah. White died New Year's Eve. Then uh, a couple of days ago, we lost Sydney Poitier. Poitier. Uh, I'm bad with pronunciation. Poitier. That sounds about Poitier. right. It's Poitier. Poitier. Mm. Huh. And now I'm Saget. Yeah. And we also lost um, Bogdanovich as well. Who? Bogdan- Peter Bogdanovich. Yep. He did... He's a film director. Uh, uh, I'll have to look up his stuff later. Did he do the last picture show? He did, um, hang on, I'll look him up. Um, he did, um, last picture show, he did Paper Moon, he did What's Up Doc. Hmm. I think I recognize a few of those names. Yeah. Hmm, I should get a couple of his movies on the wheel. Um, oh, you know who else died recently? Jean-Marc Vallée, the guy that directed Dallas Buyers Club. Mm. Oh, that's right! Yeah. I also just want to point out that you thought of putting Barnyard and Surf's Up on the wheel before you did any of those keynotes. Uh... <laughs> I mean... I'm just saying, it's not how I would do it if I were doing a film podcast, but it's your, your rules. Yeah, I... Uh... Um, I... You're like if this is gonna get your film class people on the podcast. Uh, if anything can get your film class people on on this podcast, or at least into it, then it should be an episode about Wong Kar Wai's magnum opus. If I can Which get is... my friends on the Rock of Ages, then we can definitely get your film friends on there. Yeah. Hmm. Why is he brushing a fake bear? <laughs> There's someone hey, in the that closet. Looks like, that looks like Fred's clothes. Fred from Scooby Doo. Hmm. Like the ascot and. Uh huh. Yeah, I know what Fred looks like. Yeah. Like. Do you ever see like that? You no, know, she she you know she kind of reminds me of Andy Mack from the short-lived Disney show Andy Mack. Yeah. Oh, Andy Mack! I used to watch that. My um best friend and I we used to we actually used to watch that a lot. So. Yeah, it was a very very important Disney show. To be honest, is like the first one to actually have a a gay character and not just as like a marketing ploy. Yeah, I. I'm, I'm, I'm overjoyed that, like, they have, like, they have a first openly gay character that can actually fit that claim. (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. There's something we should talk about. Euphoria is premiering tonight. Ah, season two. Ah. Mm. Yep. I, I mean, if it weren't for Cyrus on Andy Mac, we probably wouldn't have loose Amity. Honestly, yeah. Mm. And the but the sad part is Andy Mac really there's like very few episodes of Andy Mac on Disney Plus because the guy who plays Andy Mac's grandfather is a dick. Yeah. Wait, who is it? Stony Westmoreland. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wait. He got exposed as a pederast a couple of years ago. Ooh. That sucks. But yeah. at least there are Torrens. <laughs> uh, yes. We're doing we're doing bad things for the right reason. Hmm. The this would also be a good time to mention that the Brooke Shields and Chris Langham episodes of the Muppet Show aren't on Disney Plus, the original show, but um uh, well, um, because were they problematic? Um, Chris Langham is problematic, but uh, Brooke Shields probably isn't. I don't know why her episode is not. I guess because like the, uh, music rights. But uh, uh, but the, that Chris guy, why 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 him? Um, uh, child porn. Um, okay, that's a that's a valid reason to not have his episode on Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh, that just reminded me. Um, American Ninja Warrior. That felt like American Ninja Warrior. That's what reminded me of something. Mm. There's um a winner. There one of the winners of American Ninja Warrior got exposed as one of the got exposed as a, and he got arrested. And then like half the stuff is like not like. All the stuff like American Warrior content, it's not on Peacock. It's anything that mm. that doesn't include him is not on Peacock. Wow. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other things that reminds me of. Oh, um, um Disney Channel's Bizarre Vark just might be one of my least favorite shows of all time. It is so obnoxiously bad. Hmm. And and Jake Paul was on it, and you expect all of his episodes to be off there as well, but. They're not. There's only one episode is not on Disney Plus, and it's the one with his brother. Logan. Ah. Uh, mm. Like, because of the dead body incident, the suicide forest. Uh, this would be yeah. a good. Uh, Logan Paul was on The Masked Singer, and for <laughs> some reason. Is that a is that an episode that they banned? No. Um. No, I don't, I don't think they've banned anything from the show yet. Yet. So there's still a hope. Uh, it, it's just funny because, like, the the Dalmatian, Tyga, got involved in, like, some domestic violence scandal, like, a, like some time after his episode aired. Hmm. Hopefully none of these uh, people in in this movie get ousted. Yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> also, I I want to note that the main guy in the in the in the glasses, the main chef in this segment, he kind of looks like a Ned Leeds' dad. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I we finally have an excuse to put Ned Leeds in the thumbnail. That's exactly what I was thinking. I wanted to say that just so I could have an excuse to put Ned in the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Here's, I'm trying to think of other things to bring up. I, I did see Luca this weekend, and I did see right and I saw... Ryan the Last Dragon for the first mm. time. I, I held off on the, them for so long and figured I could get both of them in before Oscar nominations came out. I, I highly doubt that Brian will get nominated. If it does, that would be sad. Yeah, it's 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 decent. But it does have a fire baby. My mom saw it on our, our plane trip to Minnesota, and she loved it. Hmm. For, yeah. for some a particularly weird reason. I mean, I mean, I do kind of like the fighter baby. I, it's like... Ah, I, oh, yes, the baby that can light itself on fire. Fighter baby. Um, noi. I, I'm... I, I have this attraction to, like... Big guys and like tiny girls, Sully and Boo, Ralph and Vanellope, uh, Noi and the other guy. I forget his name. The other, the other guy. Um, that's my that's my favorite character. <laughs> if you can't remember a character's name, that's a sign that it's a forgettable piece of art. Okay, I'm looking it up. Um. Um, mm. uh, Tong. Noi and Tong. Yeah, he, he and he's voiced by Benedict Wong from the MCU. Oh yeah, he plays Wong. Yeah. Pretty cool. Did I? Um, did they choose the name Wong before they said before they chose Benedict Wong, or did Benedict Wong say, "I want to be called Wong because my uh, name is Wong"? I don't know. I like how there were like two, there are two Benedicts in the Doctor Strange series. Benedict Cumberbatch and Benedict Wong. I'm just trying to find stuff to say here. Did you know that Benedict Cumberbatch actually performed comfortably numb with David Gilmore? Oh, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Um, is it on video? Uh, yeah. Um, I'll be, let me find it. I think they, although I do think they like edit out, like they they fade out before the famous guitar solo, which is not Poggers. <laughs> Washing. <laughs> I I sure do love washing my plants <laughs> and my walls. Washing of plants. I posted the Benedict Cumberbatch comfortably numb thing in the chat. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and anything uh, with the, anything with comfortably numb is awesome. I don't know why, but like the way she was washing all the stuff reminded me of uh, Grunkle Stan singing, "Putting a rainbow wig 
on a big white gorilla. <laughs> I'm Stan, and I was wrong. I'm singing the sand, the sand wrongs. Oh my god, you're. Oh my god, you just submerged everyone in that tiny little airplane. They're drowning. How could you do this, Andy Mac? How? Okay. Hmm. Bit of a subdued meltdown right here. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, it's in a storm. Find the hatches. Turn on the weather channel. <laughs> Patchy. Mm. Um, I yeah. I had the SpongeBob Christmas episode on a DVD and. Oh my God! You're submerging the little people again. They they. They're probably dead, and you're just letting them go? How could you do this? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, she in noodles. Noodles. The heart and noodles, soul of all Asian food. Noodles can't be beat. It's, it's one thing Parappa <laughs> the Rapper taught us, it's that noodles can't be beat. Um, And yeah. also, Riley, here's a... It's too fun. late. It's too late to save them, girl. They're dead. There's a, and speaking of Parappa Riley, um, there's like, do you have the Chinese video in Video to Laugh at when you're sad? I haven't really looked in a long. No. Time. Uh, I don't think so. Oh my god, I need, I need you to watch it. Alright, one second. It's so funny. Oh, that's back. nice. She's holding hands with herself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's. It's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. It's like two-person mode of Parappa. I love how this movie thinks that California Dreamin' is the only Mamas and Papas song to exist. No, just the only song to exist in general. Yeah. It's like... Oh, that reminds me of one of the Letterboxd reviews of Chunking Express. What's it say? Um, I, I'm gonna, gonna look it up. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what it is. Um, um, uh, it was something about first time I played California Dream and uh, oh, oh yeah, mm. oh yeah, me after California Dream and played for the four hundredth time. Play it again, Wong. <laughs> it is a good song. I, I don't want to not hear it. Yeah, at least it's. At least it's nothing like all I want for Christmas is you in a <laughs> in a retail store in, around Christmas time. You could have it worse. They could be playing something from the Sgt. Pepper's movie soundtrack. You <laughs> could have it worse. They could be playing L.A. Blues. L.A. Blues. I didn't want to say that because I knew how obvious it would be. <laughs> hmm. I mean, Hi, I'm back. Okay. So, um... I'll watch the, um, I'm gonna watch the thing that you just sent me here. Oh, yes, because that's more important than the movie we're watching. Uh... What? Never mind. What? Oh, oh nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I... Yes, I don't... I'm not... I, I don't want to edit any of this out, because, like, part... Partially because of timing and partially because, like, the awkwardness of the podcast. 
ca- the podcast host uh-huh. adds to like in- makes it more endearing somehow. Yeah. I myself have less awkwardness, which is why I usually hey. edit out most of my silences. Hey, I think that, I think that's cranberries. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, I I, I noticed that thick Irish accent anywhere. Yeah. Lizzie Borden spinning like a top in her grave. Oh, uh, speaking of Lizzie Borden, I, I I when I was out the weekend and I I was in a store and I, there was a movie starring uh, Kristen Stewart and Chloe Savini. And um, it, it's it's a biopic of Lizzie Borden. <laughs> I I, is, I can imagine. Is there any? Wait, it's not going to be good unless there's authentic anti-Irish sentiment. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it would only be like it would only be appropriate if um like if we did um something like Belfast after we did Lizzie just to. Just to, to well, take that at least. Northern, Nor- Northern Ireland doesn't count. It's still technically owned by Britannia. Then we're... then. Although it definitely deserves its freedom. Yeah, anyway, th- then uh, Wild Mountain Time would be the better option. Mm. It's like this movie that... It's another I, movie that features Jamie Dornan. I can't wait until we get to... On my podcast, we get to Thin Lizzy's Jailbreak. Because Thin Lizzy is an Irish band. And then their name has Lizzy in it. <laughs> It'll be the perfect F.U. moment for Lizzy. I, I, I love the tight shot of her ass. I think I know why Tarantino likes this film now. <laughs> oh... Having a verge of a mental breakdown right now. Hair. Just looking at hair. Um. Um. Like oh, and uh, um, California Dream in place for the four hundredth time is like has five thousand fifty-eight likes. I just saw Gar. I just saw. I just saw the Garfield plushie again. Ah. So, which implies that uh, she's r- related to the. Uh, she's the one who was buying the Garfield plushie. <laughs> I also noticed there was Bird and Ernie plushies in the store. They with the Garfield plushie. You, know, you notice the things you notice, and I'll notice the things that I do. Yeah. Uh, this song baps. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to find uh, things to talk about so we don't get flagged. Um, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, Sleep deprivation can do a number on you. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was yeah. a there was like this ex- there was like this kid who experimented with um like he tried to break a record for um how long for like longest time to stay awake and like uh, and it was like 11 days awake and yeah mm-hmm. 
and so and like a, some time after that um like several years or so Guinness World Records stopped um giving out the record because they didn't want people to harm themselves that looks like a nice running meme right there like like the meme of Oscar proud running or yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh. or uh Oh, office, the officer from Caught with a Chance of Meatballs. Yeah, I forgot his name. Oh, like, uh, oh man, it's, it's water mm. everywhere. Mm -hmm. She drowned herself. Oh, another shot of us of a thing a foot goes in. Tarantino, his fingerprints all over, all over this. Mm. The, oh, for some reason that reminds me of the Spongebob episode where like Spongebob had to go the whole day without crying and then um, it, somebody made a Fusro-Da meme of that and at one point there was a comment saying yo dog I heard you like water so we put water in your water so you can swim while you swim because they're underwater <laughs> Already underwater. That's funny. Funny, I think it was funny. Wait, if if we're underwater, well, how can there be a? Uh, there, there, there are two paths finally run together. Yeah, look at all those fish. After eighty minutes of build up, our two main characters finally meet one another. Yeah. What were their names again? I forgot. Um. Well, one of them I... was named Faye after the actress who plays her, Faye Wong, and uh, um, the um. Let me see. Um. You you don't have to say it now if it's just gonna bring more dead air. Hmm. Yeah. And. Uh... Mm. So, so one of them's a cop and one of them's a runaway. Uh, and together they're going to make magic. I'm going to get lovey. Oh, I see why Tarantino likes this now. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, we finally get a shot of a foot. We can finally get a shot of someone doing something with a foot. Yeah. This is, this, it all comes together, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's all come together. To my head was um, the first thing that came to the top of my head was Jones barbecue and foot massage. Jones, <laughs> Jones barbecue and foot massage. Guess <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be that song again. Play it again, oh, Wong. Uh, there oh, was gee, gonna... California dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> After seven, California dreamings in a row. Suddenly, it's not unusual. Um, I love how that's the only song to exist in this universe, apparently. Um, so, um, a fun fact: uh, this movie was shot in chronological order, and each scene was written either before. Before, the night before or the morning it was going to be filmed. <laughs> and 
This is in chronological order. Yeah. And uh, there was also going to be a third segment in this movie, which became uh, un- which became Wong Kar Wai's next movie, Fallen Angels. That's so cool. Not as cool as Chris Pratt, though, but cool. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, I gave you a leg massage, and now you give one to me. <laughs> anyway, um... Uh, oh yeah. Why is there why are their blinds have marijuana leaves on them? <laughs> uh, oh my god. I missed it. What was it? Uh it, it, Was it another foot shot? No, I I I noticed that the no, it was just me noticing that the curtains had marijuana leaves. Oh. <laughs> oh power outage. That's the light switch. <laughs> and then, is oh it? Boy, this birthday? Is, yeah, they're set, like, or either that or they're gonna set the place ablaze. Or I. I love that Ned is just chastising her. That's my canon name for him, Ned. <laughs> Ned Leeds Senior. Mm. Mm. So, um, um, weirdest satanic ritual I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, th- that reminds me of like someone edited like a, a somebody found like a Sesame Street coloring book where they had like. And they like they just drew on it to make it look like something like a satanic ritual. I, I don't know if I could <laughs> ever find that picture, but um, I, I think I might know what you're talking about, but I don't think I'd be able to find it either. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. <laughs> What's new, pussy cat? Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> uh, yeah, but seriously, guys, you sh- really should listen to like the Salt and Pepper Diner if you haven't. Like, it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I think I've only heard like one John Mulaney stand-up routine, and it was his first pitch Back to the Future pitch. Hmm. Oh, I. And uh, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch would make a good bonus episode. Would. Probably wouldn't. Probably won't. Um, I mean, I hear it's really good. I hear it's not rock. It's, uh, it's... Anyway, anyway, but but we did like make fun, play fun in my like my my English class last year that our professor looked a lot like John Mulaney. Mm. <laughs> My name's John Mulaney. And I'm sure that uh, Isaiah would appreciate Mulaney's interview he did with and on with um, Jimmy Fallon, I believe. 
And he told the story of how he went to a Steely Dan concert with his wife who hates Steely Dan. <laughs> it's funny because thanks to my podcast, Isaiah is now obsessed with Steely Dan. <laughs> huh. Um, yeah, it was also um, Donald Fagan's birthday this weekend. Oh, hello, Garfield Plush. Oh. And they uh, played... Um... Oh, 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 Garfield Plush, you're the only thing... In- that I love. You're my only friend. <laughs> oh shit, it's Donald Fagan's birthday tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah, I wasn't listening too good to um, the radio show I usually listen to around this time. They did play Peg, which is a very pogger song. I was just listening to Peg to this, this morning. Hmm. Yeah, and it's... Josie, to be honest. Yeah. And Asia. And yeah. basically the entire Asia album. I can't wait till we get to Asia on Rock of Ages. All right, that's going to be a very interesting episode because the production, the sound of that album is so, like, flawless. It could almost be a theater album if it wasn't a rock album. Yeah, I, it would be so funny if, like, somebody made, like, a Escape from Asia. And <laughs> oh hey, it's that song again. And there's an al- in an alternate universe, the it's a Jimmy Buffett song instead. <laughs> there is infinite like I believe in the infinite reality theory because there is like um I I I'm a believer in infinite realities cuz like there's a uh, yeah. There could be like imagine if there was an alternate universe where this where this it was LA blues. Oh my It would kind of fit with what was going on in the people's heads. <laughs> yeah. It would fit this scene especially well. <laughs> yeah, and uh, How hard is it to find the door? It would like Okay, it, you found it. It wouldn't be outside of the realm of possibility if um, if Funhouse was in the National Recording Registry because it was like... I, I mean, know, as much as you guys abhor that album, it did like do a lot for like punk rock music. Yeah. That probably, do- that probably means you guys won't like punk music. But I will like it. Yeah, it will... And when Los Angeles Blues gets into the National Recording Registry, then that would be that would be a historic moment on the podcast. I will cry tears of joy. We did it, boys. We, not, but you know, not yet. Um, is there like a is there like a a sub website where you can like uh, put like albums or songs? Yeah, on like they, a wait list they, for the National Recording they Registry. Take, yeah, they take suggestions from the public for the National Recording Registry and the National Film Registry. I've been doing it for the National Film Registry for like a couple years, and I've been logging. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to as many cities as I can with as many fake names as I can. And I'm just gonna put <laughs> the Stooges Funhouse. <laughs> yeah. I've been like, I, I was one of the people who voted Shrek to be in the National Film Registry. You did God's work, my friend. Yeah. (laughs) And um, 
And I was one of the I was one of the sickos who decided Pink Flamingos was worthy of inclusion in the Library of Congress because uh, You're doing God's work, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> And Ivan, like I've been lobbying to get uh, Magnolia in the National Film Registry for <laughs> like a couple years now, and uh, I will not rest until uh, this error is recidified. But mm. to be honest, there will be blood is more likely to um, get in the um, the National Film Registry first before the mm -hmm. other Paul Thomas Anderson movies. Mm. Yeah. Um, like, what, there will be blood? Will be blood? Yeah, um... Yeah, the, the... The movie where he says he'll drink their milkshake. I love milkshakes. Um, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, he... Wait, Paul Thomas Paul Anderson. Thomas Anderson. You made I'm that sorry, mistake there... in Pieces of April as well. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, he's the guy who... He's the guy who's directing Licorice Pizza right now, right? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. It, it, it was, it, it would have been, I might, I would have seen it by now. But then and COVID. Then Omicron closed the only multiplex in my area. Gosh and, darn, Omicronbus. Yeah, <laughs> and, but, I, but we're all trying to get triple boosted. We're, we're trying to, yeah. I'm, I really um, want to get my booster, but I need to know if I have COVID or not, so. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take some precautions before I go into town tomorrow, because I do want to go into town and go to the record store, because I haven't been yet this year. Maybe I'll get some Stewie Dan for, for, for Danny Fagan. Donald Fagan? Yeah. Yeah. But although some people call him Dan Fagan because there's no one in the band Stewie Dan named Dan, so the closest we'll have to do is Dan Dan Fagan. Did you know that there's nobody in the Doobie Brothers who's named Doobie? <laughs> I think you also mentioned that in the Stewie Dan episode. Yeah, I forgot. I haven't. <sighs> there's and there's no one in the band Pink Floyd named Pink. Uh, but or Floyd or Pink Floyd or. There's nobody in the Electric Mayhem that, that's named Electric or Mayhem, but there is a guy named Sergeant Floyd Pepper and who is a Pink Floyd, which is pretty good. Good for him. I... Very, very keen of him. Mm. And there's like, and there's no one in Fallout Boy named NFT, but that didn't stop them. <laughs> Imagine this is how you find out Fallout Boy was making NFTs. They are, and this is horrible. Yeah, they're. Yeah, and, and we also learned yesterday that there's the the world's largest record company is making an NFT band. However, that works. Hmm. And yet, our mutual hatred for NFTs bonds us together. <laughs> it's a very nifty hatred. There is a um, there's a really great article that explains why um, the labyrinth NFTs are a bad idea. 
just goes in depth about explaining what NFTs are and how they work and stuff. Hmm. I'm gonna just make like if something I love. You know this uh, this film. Honestly, it kind of ambles like Please Give does, but it's okay here because at least it's at the the cinematography and the overall direction of it is pretty darn good. Whereas yeah. Please Give just kept going and going like, and you think it was gonna end, but it never did. Yeah, uh, Chunking Express um, is a real pretty movie. Like yeah. I can say that. For so oh, so the the two characters from the past they they're finally meeting up here. Again, yeah, so that, it all comes together. Again, oh, yeah. it's all coming together. Yeah, I I hate how useful that how it's all how useful it's all coming together is in the context of watch this. <laughs> yeah. Nice Dutch angle work going on here. As a film kid, I know what a Dutch angle is. Hmm. It's basically when you tilt the camera for those who don't know what a Dutch angle is. Uh, did you know, um, like, did you ever find that, um, video that they showed you, uh, with, that had boogie nights in it about different camera angles? Um, I think I can find it. I mean, I, I haven't found it, but I could easily find it, but... I don't want to search for it right now because I actually have a throbbing headache. Yeah, my ears hurt. Um, my ears hurt, but maybe, I already established that. Maybe, maybe that heads. Maybe that headset wasn't the best bet. Yeah, I really wish they went more over. I really wish these went more over ears, like my other headphones. Oh yeah, you just. I bet you know it's weird when you get a headache you just lo lose some will to talk yeah I had a headache yeah. uh, just before we started recording I took some ibuprofen and I'm a little bit better now you could take medication for for headaches yeah, yeah. I'll take a I've been taking ibuprofen for my migraine since 8th grade uh, well you I'm stupid. Yeah. And I I'm 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 gonna admit this is a good movie, but now is the time where I'm just looking at my clock, wondering when is this gonna end. Yeah. Because it is getting a bit late, and the last thing I want is for this movie to amble like "Please Give." Mm. Well, it's just gonna. Goodness it's just going to make my headache even worse. Good news is it's almost over. Okay. Remember when I listened to Funhouse with a migraine? I had to do that episode with a migraine. Yeah. I would say, I mean, you probably... That is technically the worst experience out of all of us who had to listen to that album. But I would actually also say that that's the best experience out of all of us. <laughs> Worse than pain, but the best way to listen. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, hmm. But, but, um... So... I like how there's a lot of 
English words in this uh, movie, but mostly mainly people speak uh, Chinese. Yeah. This movie really does increase my social credit score. <laughs> uh, Even though this is... This isn't... Yeah. This this looks like the epilogue right here, so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if you want to increase your social credit score, um, translate "su high horse" s u high horse into Chinese. No, I'm not wait, going. Hold on, to. Wait. No, no. Wait, what is? It? How do you spell it? Um, su s u high horse. If you really want to improve your social credit store, then give my podcast Rock of Ages a 5 out of 5 on Spotify. That's right. You can rate podcasts Wait, I don't now. Get it. Um, oh my god. Sugoma. Oh my Sugoma god. nuts, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> Just... I thought it was a Among Us I'm, joke. I'm um, very I'm very glad I didn't do anything. Yeah. Because I'm because I'm a smarty pants. Yeah, uh, you you know better now. Mm-hmm. Unlike you two, who we <laughs> I've known for so long to the point where you're practically my siblings now. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard this song before in my life. Huh. Mm. Uh, is this the all I want for Christmas is you of art house movies? <laughs> Literally. This um it could be worse. It could it could be Gal Gadot appearing from the side of the the from the shot singing Imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah, it could be worse. It could be um it could be nostalgia critics the wall. <laughs> It could be worse. It could be the Sgt. Pepper's movie soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be Lizzie the musical. It could be what the musical? Lizzie. Lizzie. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought you said with you. No. <laughs> could be worse. It could be Escape to Margaritaville. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so she really did go to California. Yep. She's escaping to Margaritaville. <laughs> I might... I wonder if one day I go onto, like, theater, Twitter, and I say, Escape to Margaritaville isn't that bad, and then I get instantly cancelled. <laughs> I got this one video on my recommended called, like, I'm going to be the first person to get canceled in 2022. <laughs> what are they going to say? I guess this was made on New Year's Day. Hmm. Hmm. So. Oops. So, yeah, so yes. So yesterday, I, I asked said. you. Hang on. He hmm. said, "Um, on this video, wait." Okay. Um, I'm blah, waiting. Blah. I can wait. 
You know, it kind of looks like they're in Tony Stark's apartment, kind of. That's what I t that's my main takeaway of this is that it looks like they're in Tony Stark's apartment. I'm I love such how, a... I love how I love how the I love how the green hits her face. Um, Romy, when green exists, wow! This place is radical. Radical. <laughs> uh, what were you, what were you gonna say, Andrew? About? Um, uh, uh, nothing. Uh. But anyway, why did why did he get canceled? Um, basically, he goes up. He he like records himself. And he's like, I don't like, and then he leaves. So we're allowed to fill the blanks. Yeah, we can I guess fill so. I can say I don't like Escape to Margaritaville, and I can I can cancel him because of that. Uh, ah, no, hey, movie's oh, over. The end credits. All right. That was a that was a nice experience, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was well shot. The the writing was nice. Uh, yeah. You're I had fun. Yeah. So. Uh... I've I have officially listened to Kino now. Thank you, Katie <laughs> Mitchell, for opening my eyes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Katie Mitchell, from the very good Inkito movie, The Mitchells vs. the Machines. <laughs> the only what's animated film to exist. <laughs> so what's our next... What's our... Are we going to spin the wheel? Good question! We're going to spin the wheel right now! It's, it's, right. A, it's only the three of us, spin, so... Uh, spin... Spin das wheel. Das wheel. Alright. Alright. We're spin looking at... Band Slam! It's his, uh, what? uh, oh, it's a movie. I love with... how every time you're, I love how every time you excitedly announce a movie and we have no freaking idea what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it's got Vanessa Hudgens and Ali Mashalka and, uh, Lisa Kudrow's also in it. And... Wait, I think I might know what this movie is. Hang on. Uh, I think I might too. I just knew. Band slam? Wait, I think I know what this movie is. I think I... I think I might have heard this movie. Yeah, this so, movie. yeah, we're doing Band Slam. Yeah. Nice. That right. sounds interesting. Yeah. All right, thank you.